Good blessed morning to you. This is Pastor Kip at Living Water Worship Center. I want to introduce to you our Friday night Sabbath day Bible study that is conducted at our church on the 2nd and the 4th, Friday nights at 6 o'clock p.m. It is open to the public and it is brought to us by a tremendously anointed lady of God, Miss Janice Wright. I want to invite you personally to come be our special guest here at 58 Clyde King Drive in Blamerville, North Carolina at 6 o'clock p.m. on Friday evening as we learn more about victorious living in our Christian life through the ministry of Janice Wright. We'll be looking for you, and without further ado, let's go into our service already in progress. Praise the Lord. Well, our goal on on the Friday nights is to learn how to be more like Christ, my, that's, and be able to uh, to uh, to be the church, to be what we experience, what His love and His mercy, His healing, His grace, and all everything. But we've got to get ourselves together in order to receive. If we don't, if if we don't do that then we're not going to receive the manifestations of all that he has for us. And it's so sad to know that that uh, it's out there for us and we've just missed out on so much. And and uh, that's what I've been asking the Lord, help me. You know, you can't, I, I want, I want to, to get my life straightened out. And when I get my life straightened out, and everybody else gets their life straight. Now, what in the world is going to happen? We're going to have a revival like never we could never imagine. So, uh, but we're going to be coming out of this um, uh, in chapter one in the, in, uh, the Calvary Road, the uh, the book that I've been teaching out of on the strongholds. Recommended this book, and so um, we all got uh, together on it. And we so we decided that this is a good thing for us to do. We'll, We'll probably go back into the other teaching, which this recommends it. But this will—I feel like now is the time to take a uh, go into this right now. Anyway, <clears throat> um, if someone would like to help with the reading, because I'm a slow reader, <laughs> and I, uh, so uh, feel free to do so. Um, We'll be uh, echoing out of chapter one, brokenness. I'm waiting for him to get that for me. Well, my book is going to be different because mine's there'll be a, there'll be a introduction and all that. chapter one. Praise the Lord. Everybody ready? I think Pastor Kip's still scrolling for something for Miss Miss Nettie. Praise God! But I'm just, I'm just thankful that, uh, and I <clears throat> I appreciate every one of you, uh, and um, all that you do, and all your prayers, and everything that you do uh, in in the church because um, it takes all of us to to function the way we're supposed to function in the body of Christ, and it's, it 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 doesn't always mean 
that uh, a lot of times there might not even be people being able to see what what you what you're doing, but God sees it and He knows. Okay. Chapter one: Brokenness. We want to be very simple in the matter of revival. Revival is just the life of the Lord Jesus poured out into human hearts. Jesus is always victorious. In heaven, they are praising him all the time for his victory. Whatever may be our experience of failure, barrenness, he is never defeated. His power is boundless, and we, on our part, have only to get into a right relationship with him, and we shall see his power being demonstrated in our hearts and lives and service, and his victorious life will fill us and overflow uh, us to others. And this is revival in its essence. So right there, it's, it's, it's showing us some very, some very important information that we need to, to realize. However, if, however, we are to come into the right relationship with him, the first thing we must learn is, is that our will must be broken to his will. To be broken is the beginning of revival. It is painful, it is humiliating, but it is the only way. It is, it is being not I but Christ, and C, C is to be, and the C is bent to I. The, uh, the Lord Jesus cannot live in us fully and reveal himself through us until the proud self within us is broken. You know, a lot of times people don't realize, you know, but you, you uh, that you do have pride in there, and you don't even realize you have it. Well, I, I, I have a right to, for this. We, you know, we do have a right to say things. Uh, we do, do have a right to, to, well, not really. Sometimes we need to be real quiet and not say anything. But what I'm saying is we have a right to know what, what the Lord Jesus Christ has for us. I mean, if it's something that's going on and it doesn't line up with the Word of God, then we don't need it's we uh, we uh, if we have the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ in our heart, we're going to have uh, the ability to just see see through everything. Um, this simple simply means that the hard, unyielding self, which justifies itself, wants its own way, stands up for its rights, and seeks seeks its own glory at least bows his head to God's will, admits it's wrong, gives up its own way to Jesus, surrenders its rights, and dis discards its own glory, that the Lord Jesus Christ might have all, be in all. In, in other words, it is dying to self and self-attitudes. And we are looking honestly at our Christian lives, and we can see how much of this self there is in each of us. It is so often self who tries to live the Christian life. The mere fact that we, we use the word try indicates that it is self who has the responsibility. It is self, too, who is often doing Christian work. It is, all, it, it all is always self who gets irritable and envious and resentful and critical and worried. It is self who is hard and unyielding in its attitudes to others. It is self who is shy and self-conscious and reserved. No wonder we need breaking. That's a mouthful right there, I'm telling you. Because, uh, you know, if I, it, like, like I have to depend on, uh, if I, and uh, let me change the way I started that. If I depend on myself to do this, I can't do it. You know, the works of the Lord Jesus Christ. And when we do, if you have a, 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 a position uh, in, in the church of uh, like teaching or, or any, anything that's, you, you have a tendency, you, you might have a tendency to try in your own strength to do it because you're trying so hard. I have to lean on the Lord Jesus Christ. And if I don't, if, if you don't, it's that's like with pastor, with a, with a, the a position of a pastor, if he doesn't lean on the Lord uh, to show him and, and help him, and if he does try to do it in his own strength, he'd be wore out in a little while. Because, uh, it, it takes. I'm telling you, it would take. Uh, it would take. Uh, it takes the anointing of God to be able to be a, a, a pastor. 
It takes an anointing of God to be anything, but I'm telling you, it takes a pastor anointing the grace of God with the ability to be able to be dead to self and alive unto God and be able to do what uh, the uh, uh, and stand in there and and uh, because there's a lot of discipline, self-discipline. There's a lot of things that you just that that people's not aware of, and that's why uh, uh, they had to have. Uh, I know I'm getting off the subject here, but. Uh, well, I don't, yes, I'm off, but I'm not reading out of the book. But <laughs> I get busy talking sometimes. And, 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 uh, but um, if, if we don't, um, if, if, if we depend on ourselves to do it, we've got to be dead to self and alive unto God. And I'm praying that we're going to get the revelation knowledge of what we're reading here. And we're going to grow because the Lord was showing me this recently uh, how that we are going to receive from Him. Because we have a heart, a desire. We've, he's put a burning desire in our hearts, and we're going to get some results. We are going, these, these Friday night services are going to man, the manifestation of His glory. It's going to come in, and we are going to receive what we need from Him. We're going to receive our, 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 our healing, our, our deliverance, and everything we need, but it's going to take time. It's, it's not something that just happens overnight. It is self who is. It is self who is, is shy and self and self-conscious and unreserved. No wonder we are breaking. As long as self is in control, God can do, do little with us. For the fruits of the Spirit, unmerited of, of Galatians 5, with which God longs to fill us, is the complete atheus of the hard, unbroken spirit within us. And super surplus the self has been crucified. Does anybody have any comments or anything if you, that as we're reading that we need to comment on? Uh, then just raise your hand. I was thinking you were talking about what well, about depending on Christ and stuff. Like, even those nudges that we hand out, we're not only feeding our stomach, but we're feeding our souls too. Amen. Mm -hmm. You have to be, you know, broken and have a knowledge of, of just about that God who's used is to help to guide those people. Yes. Amen. Because uh, we are a spirit. We have a soul. We live in a body. We Everything is connected. And, and we've got to feed our spirit. We've got in, in, in our, our in mind, willing, and uh, our minds because then our mind, willing, and emotions, all this all lines up together. And if we don't, if we're, um, uh, just well, if if you the, that was one of the most important things that I think one of the revelation knowledge of understanding spirit, soul, and body. When I begin to realize that I am a spirit, I have a soul, and I live in a body. I am three parts, just like you know, uh, uh, Jesus Christ, Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. We are three in one. And uh, there's some people, it's hard for them to see that, but it's true. And if until we learn that, then my emotions can get out of control. If I and and uh, I, and I won't and I don't understand how to deal with myself. But I was able to deal. The Holy Spirit was able to deal with me more once I learned. Hey, look, I've got to get my emotions in control. This is sin. I got to see it as what it really is, and I got to repent from it. Yeah, that, and this has really been eye-opening. 
certainly used to apply to me all the time because I was all fretful and and, and anxious and, you know, just like, and Kit still has told me sometimes, you know, there's nothing you can do about it or it's out of your hands. You know, what you worried about it for? So, you know, you worrying about it's not going to change it. Amen. That's been very helpful. Yeah, probably going to get out there and worry. Pastor Kit, you want to to sit on Lord, we saw it and then praise the Lord, thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord, thank you, Father. Yes. Praise the Lord. He's downloading this on the phone. Praise the Lord, thank you, Jesus. So it, it's exciting. I mean, uh, once you realize, and, and you know, on the end, on the end of this book, we're going to see, I don't know if we'll get to it tonight or not, but we're going to see that if, if we don't recognize it, if, if we don't recognize these things as sin, then we're stuck with them forever. But when we recognize them as sin, then we, then, uh, then we ask forgiveness, and we don't really have to be, because it's been carried to the cross, is it?
2,000 years ago. We ascended with Jesus 2,000 years ago. And where Jesus is right now, that's where we are. And by faith, we're able to not fulfill the lust of the flesh because Jesus is the only one that never did fulfill the lust of the flesh. Amen. It's like you, um, when you do something, you're trying to, when you have an addiction or, or anything, that's or weakness, whatever it might be. He said, I'm trying, I'm trying. But I thank you, Jesus, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm overcome, I overcome that through you, but not my own self. Not, I can't do it, but I know that you, through me, through you, I can overcome this. Uh, because, uh, especially someone that's been addicted for years on it. And and they and they it's just like the the habits that they that that you might have and it could be anger it could be it don't have to be cigarettes or or or, or certain uh, it could just be uh, a fleshly thing and thoughts feelings that we just uh, we we don't we don't realize hey we are an overcomer I can do it through Christ which strengthens me I'm ready for anything I'm equal to anything through who Him. Who infuses inner strength to me? He infuses that inner strength to us. It's mine. I've got it. But you know what? The flesh. If I don't remind myself, I can do. I can do. Somebody can come along and say something, and I can get right in the flesh if I if I want to, or I can say, in the name of Jesus, I refuse to accept this. And the flesh wants. Well, I I have this right to. I I have the right to, to defend my. No, you don't have any rights to the, you. You know, in Christ, you don't, but you do have the right to know that you're that you're right. If something's wrong, they're not. It's not according to the words. What I'm saying is, if it's the Word of God, see, we get, we don't need to get this all mixed up and say, well, uh, I don't have any choice to, to be right, you know. But you don't have the choice to to make a, a fleshy decision, spiritual decision. But you keep your mouth shut. Uh, most of the time, you have to keep your mouth shut. And you have to just let your emotions say, hey, look, I'm crucified with Christ. Yet not I live, but, but Christ lives through me. I'm, I'm more than the conqueror because he's causing, me to, he's causing me to overcome this. Through the faith of Jesus. It's on uh, brokenness. Brokenness. Yeah, brokenness. So because we... We've got to be broken in order to, because if we have that prideful feeling that I, and and you're not willing to be broken before Christ, you you're gonna you, you it's gonna get you in trouble all the time. It will. When you're Yeah. So you got to be dead. That mouse got to die. It died in Christ, and He and took it. And you say, I, and Shut you. That mouth. Mm -hmm. yeah. me a long time ago, if the shoe fit and you wore it, that was me. Don't 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 uh. Our problem basically is is that we, we try, like I was saying here, we try to break ourselves. We cannot break ourselves. The Lord has to do it for you. The Lord has yeah. to do that. I'm reminded, I think it's in Romans chapter 4, verse 13 or something like that. And it says, The law worketh wrath. And what that means in our, in our language is that in the law there
that any time you label that law down to somebody else, you're actually bringing judgment on your own. Mm -hmm. So when you begin to live by the faith of God, faith of Jesus Christ, you realize, hey, he's the one that broke me. He destroyed the old man and raised up a brand new creation. And the way I've always pictured it is God is always like this. <laughs> We have tried to apply ourselves to be on the level all the time. We like this. I'm like waving up and down. Huh? But when we can understand the position we have in Christ, that's when we can be on the level all the time. Now, the Bible says be angry and sin not. So it didn't say you couldn't get angry. You didn't have to move in your emotion every that's morning. Right. But you can still make your point angry without doing this. You can make your point angry and still be at peace. So what I've tried to do in, in my life as much as I possibly can sometimes I have to walk away from things just to think it through is to get myself to the point where I'm like this and the way I do that is realizing hey this is not the kit that God has created and he don't have no right to be alive in my household and uh, <clears throat> as you were talking Pastor Kit you know, when we the Bible says uh, uh, the law strengthens sin. So when you try to do it in your own strength, you are strengthening it. When you try to do it under the law, we're under grace. And so we do it by the faith of Jesus, the grace of God. So we do, what we do, we do it through through in the grace, by your grace, Lord. Because grace, again, I say it all the time, it empowers me to do what I could never, ever do in my own strength. But when I start trying to do it, on my, I think about it. It says, if I start trying in my own strength, I, I'm getting right back there in, under the law. And I, then it, I'm frustrated. It frustrates the grace of God, so it doesn't work. His, but his grace and his mercy is there with us. But we can jump right back over there and try my own. I'm going to do it. I, I know I can do it. <clears throat> you can't do it in your own strength. You, might, you, you make a mess of it. I will every time. I will. I make a mess because I know I, I, know I can't. <laughs> and, uh, and, and if you make a mess a lot of times when you make especially if you make it with your mouth you can't pull those words back they're out there and you cannot pull them back and and, and I mean you can ask forgiveness, but when uh, but see, people are human. They just keep on remembering them. If you don't, you know, you uh, so I mean, you have to be. We have to have a, a an attitude that by looking beyond a person's thoughts and seeing their needs. If you because you if you if you I make mistakes, you make mistakes. Everybody makes a mistake. There no if there's not anyone that is perfect, and so. It, when someone is irritating you, you have to think about it. Well, I make mistakes too. And 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 uh, don't ever say, I'll never do that because you done made an inner vow and you're going to, the devil just picked up on that thing and all kind of, of uh, evil forces is out there and they said, huh, let's go. Let's find out where we can get them now. We got them. They got the door open. That's because you've made it in a vow, yeah. and you're going to then you, you the, and if you don't want to do something, if you see something now again, there's a there's a, a way to say, Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, help me to be strong in you. Your grace and your mercy cover me that I will not be, I will not make that same mistake. Now you can you can pray, have prayer of a praise of. Of thanksgiving, because the Bible says with thanksgiving let your request be made known to God. So I'm always, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I know that you're going to help me with this. I'm, I receive from you. I receive with meekness the engrafted word of God that has totally set me free. I'm free from this in Jesus' name. I'm free from this. If you're angry or whatever it might be, start dec decreeing what the word says you are in Christ. Because who we are in Christ, we, we can... Uh, because I'm crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live. Not, not Janice, but Christ lives through me. And he took it. He took it in his body on the tree. Amen. Okay. Being broken is both God's work 
and ours. He brings his, his pressure to bear, but we have to make the choice. We've got to choose. It's not going to come. It's not going to come to us, fall on us. It's, it, it's, it's work. We have to work it. But the Bible says work out your own salvation with you and true man. We've got to work this thing out. When we get a hold of the word of God and, and we see in the word a promise, then we got to keep that before your eyes. And if you have to put it on a, a recipe card, put it in the, uh, the sink while you're washing dishes or whatever you're doing, look at it that walking, whatever you have to do to get it in, you get it there. Put it, make sure you get it. <laughs> Don't, and and uh, if you keep doing it, you it'll work. I know it because I tried it and it worked. <laughs> if we are, are really open to the conviction as we seek fellowship with God and willingness for delight is the, is the prime condition of the fellowship with God, God will show us the expressions of this, this proud, hard self cause, causes him pain. So we, don't, we don't want to cause, and it don't only cause Christ pain, it caused pain all around all of us. This mic is squeaking and I can't handle that. Praise the Lord. It might not squeak with you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. <clears throat> oh. Amen. <clears throat> then, then it is we. Then it is we can suffer, in our necks and refuse to repent, or we can bow the head and say, "Yes, Lord, brokenness is daily experience. It's simply to the response of humility to the conviction of God, and inasmuch as this conviction is con continuous." We shall need to be broken continually, and this can be very costly when we see all the yielding of rights and, the, and selfish in, interests that this will involve and the con, confession and restitution that may be some, sometimes necessary. For this reason, we are not likely to be broken except at the cross of Jesus. The willingness of Jesus to be broken for us is all-compelling, motive in our being broken too. We see him who is in the form of God, counting not quality with with not not equally with God a prize to be grasped at the and hung on to, but letting it go for I'm about to turn the page on us to be taken upon him the form of a servant. God's servant, man's servant. We see him willing to have no rights of his own, willing to let men revile him and not revile against again, willing to let men tread on him and not re retaliate or defend himself. That's the first thing we want to do is defend ourselves when something comes up, and we make the matter worse. Well, I tell you what, I did this and I did that, and you're saying I did, and you're saying I did, or whatever it might be, and, and you want to say, okay, I'm going to... I'm just going to, you know, but we, we, we can't, if we start doing that, we're going to just dig a hole. We're going to make the matter worse. So we just stay quiet and let the Lord work things out. And he will. And that, so we, we've got to, um, it's a responsibility. It's something that we have to work on. Would anyone else like, uh, like to help read on any of this? Because I know I'm a slow reader and y'all might get <laughs> frustrated. Go ahead and read some, honey. And I always see him broken as he really goes to Calvary.
We will see him willing to have no rights of his own, willing to let men revile him and want to die in return, willing to let men tread on him and eat the tongue out of his healing self. Above all, we see him broken as he went the ways to Calvary, to the crime, who led up to his scapegoat by bearing your sins in his own body on the tree. In a prophetic passage in the prophetic psalm, he says, I am a woman and not a man. Psalms 22 and 6. I'll stop being tired of preaching. It's funny to say so. Those who have been in tropical lands tell us that there is a big difference between a snake and a man. When you attempt to strike at one, the snake rears itself up, hisses, tries to strike back. A true picture of self. That's for sure you can tell. <laughs> but a worm offers no resistance. It allows you to do what you like with it. Kick it, squash it under your feet. It is a picture of true brokenness, and Jesus was willing to become just that for us, a worm and not a man. And that makes you think of animals there, because they, no matter how you treat them, they still love you. Mm -hmm. And many times children the same way. And he did so because that is what he saw us to be. Worms having forfeited all rights to our sin, except to deserve hell, and now calls us to take our rightful and worms for him and with him. The entire Sermon on the Mount with its teaching of non-retaliation, love for enemies and selfless giving assumes that to be our position. But only the vision of the love that was willing to be broken for us can constrain us to be willing with that worm-like position. Lord, bend that proud and stiff-necked eye. Help me to bow the head and die. Beholding him on Calvary, he bowed his head low. Amen. But die to self is not a thing we do. Once and for all, there may be an initial dying when God first shows us things. But ever after it will be constant dying. Only then can the Lord Jesus be revealed constantly for us. That's 2 Corinthians 4 and 10. All day long the choice will be before us in the battle of life. It will mean no plans, no turning, no money, and no pleasure of our own. It will mean a constant yielding to those around us. But our yieldedness to God is measured by our willingness to others. Every humiliation of everyone who tries to vex us is God's way of breaking us. So, but there is a yet deeper change in us through the life of Christ. You see, the only life that pleases God and that can be victorious in his life, never our life, no matter how hard we try, but in as much as our self-centered life is the exact opposite of his, we can never be filled with his life unless we are prepared for God to bring our life constantly to him and that we must cooperate by our Lord choice. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. So we're 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 gonna we're gonna this is going to happen. We are going to receive and learn this. We're gonna be broken in Christ. We're gonna know the balance on it. We're gonna understand it in Jesus' name. I decree it and declare it because the word says if we decree a thing, we will have it. It will be established and what? The light of his favor will shine upon it. So his favor is going to is shining already upon us, and we are, it's shining even more, and we are receiving. Everything that we need from Him, I, I'm believing that I'm going to. You know, you say, "Well, be broken." Yes, we need to be broken because He was broken for us, and we we need to receive everything that He has done for us. And I, we should receive manifestation of it in our in our bodies. So I and I give God all the glory for all that He's doing in our lives, in every one of our lives. Every one of you are, are special to me. I look yeah. so forward to getting to come into church and getting together and just yeah. uh, 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 enjoying each other and the, the the anointing that each one each one of you carry an anointing and can you imagine how <laughs> what what it's going to be like when we when we get a hold of all of this and we receive and 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 really the manifestation of it I'm not talking about knowing yeah. it physically, mentally knowing it or saying well I can <laughs> I can 
I can I tell you what we studied or what, well, okay, are you doing it? Are you living it? Are we? Are we taking time to meditate in the Word when we read the Word? Or are we just, just bobbing along in life and just doing just enough to get by with? I don't want that. I want, I want, my, I want, my, I want to be straightened out. Just like I told Betty, I said, Betty, I want you, if you see something going on in my life that I need to correct, tell me. Let me know so I can get it straightened out. Because we have to be willing to be able to be corrected. If we can't be corrected, then something's wrong with us. We got, uh, we, then we'll need to get rid of some strongholds that's in our life. And, and uh, so God is, is he's, he's, he's doing a, a, a wonderful thing in all of us. And I'm, I'm so, I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited about uh, the, uh, the teaching that Pastor did um, on, um, was it Wednesday? Yeah, Wednesday night. Lord have mercy, that was the best teaching. I, I'm telling you, I, I couldn't get enough. I hated for him to stop. I said, let him go on, you know. You know, some people watching them. I mean, they won't, but I mean. I'm, I listened I, to it yesterday. I'm, I'm like, telling you. <laughs> if you don't get, if you don't learn from that, you can't learn nothing. I mean, you know, you just, but you can. You, you, it's like, okay, we uh, we have what we say, and if, if we believe in our heart, we confess our mouth. I believe that I'm going to get it. I'm believing that it's going to manifest. I'm believing that every one of us are. Um, you know, and I know I'll invoke every word, curse that everybody's ever spoken over me my, or anyone else in this area, uh, the church, whatever. Because we have to, we have to come against situations that's in our life. Because you know, every time you you, you think you got everything con in, under control, and here pops up something, and and the enemy just wants to just slap you in the face and slap you all. No, we're going to be strong in the Lord, and we are not going to let anything bother us in the name. If it does, we're going to work it out. Now, you know, the Bible says, like Pastor Kip said, be ye angry, sin not. Let not the sun go down on your wrath. So we've got we've got a, a, a work to do, keeping this flesh, you know, uh, under the, uh, and how we do it with the Word. We apply the Word constantly. Would y'all like to go on into chapter 2 tonight? We've, we've got, we've been... Well, uh, let me add this, you know, um, Joshua was about to go into uh, the promised land.
joint your arm, man. I'm not here to join your ankles, man. Yeah, I'm here to tell you if you're going to go forward, you got to join my arm. Amen. So Joshua <laughs> dropped all of his disciples at that point, fell down at his feet, gave every, gave his life, gave his armor, all of his weapons, all of his gifts, all of his talents, all of his training, everything he was taught, he gave it all at that point. And until we have that transaction with Jesus, <laughs> where he has our soul drawn and he's ready to go and he's ready to talk to you. Until you hear, he's the Lord of hosts. My side don't matter. He says that part where he said, we don't defend something. Brother Tina and I had a conversation about two, three weeks ago, actually on Wednesday night, before we ever came to church. You will defend whatever you think is the truth. Problem is, most of the time, what you think is the truth is not the absolute truth, but you will defend it because you have been told it is the truth, mm-hmm. and you believe it's the truth. So, what God has to do is bring us in a crisis of belief before we can step forward and fight the strongholds in our life. That hey, look, this ain't about me, boo boo. Right. You like that, don't you? It ain't about me. It's not about it's not about the side of the United States of America. It's not political side of the Democrats or the uh, Republicans. It's not about being a uh, uh, Pentecostal, Free Will Baptist, Pentecostal, Free Will Holiness, a Baptist, and I'm so sick and tired of hearing in the Baptist church or in the church of God. I'm so sick and tired of hearing that this is the church of God. It don't matter what's going on in other churches. It's not about that. It's about being in the army of God himself. Amen. And when you understand that Jesus is the Mm-hmm. Then you surrender. Amen. And that's what God's had in this church. He's got to surrender. That's what God's trying to get us to do. That's what brokenness is all about. You surrender. You surrender your emotion. You surrender your will. You surrender your time. You surrender your talent. You surrender your possessions. You, everything you are, you surrender it in. Now, when you throw up your hand and you say, I surrender, you surrender it forever. And our problem is, is we want to keep going back to God and say, well, God, whose side you on? Yeah. Whose side you on? And and Jesus telling all the time, hey, you got the wrong attitude. It ain't that I'm on your side or the devil's on your side or I'm on the devil's side. Uh, it's that are you on my side? That's the point. Mm-hmm. And that's the brokenness that you got. You got to surrender it once and for all and give it to him and be done. Amen. Yes. That's awesome. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. Um, But he's, um, we learn so much on these Friday Friday nights because we just, it's just an open, and I like it because we all get to just think and sit there and, and, and ask questions. Speak what you what the word is saying, and it's it's just it's wonderful. And I thank God for it. Thank you, Pastor Kip. Does anybody have anything else that they I would got like? Something else to wait till we get back to. Somebody else talking in the chat. Praise the Lord. He's got something else, but he's gonna wait till they get back. Praise God. Yes. Help me to bind the heel and back. I know, I said. He hold his head on Calvary. He bowed his head for me. And we just listened to that. And that's all we got tonight. And it was worth coming for. Amen. Because so many times we are proud. We are stiff necked, stiff necked and we we uh are worried and we are fretful and Whatever the case may be that's happening at the time. But, you know, we got to bind the self and we got to get it to bind. And, you know, no matter even how bad we feel, and, you know, you know I, like I was saying, I miss being here for the last couple of days and it really just feel out of place because I never missed before. And, uh, you know, it's like the devil trying to beat you down because, you know, he don't want you to come. He knows what's going on and what's happening. 
and it's good and and all the stuff you know flaring up or or you'll get sick or you'll feel bad but you know we still got to push on and press on mm-hmm. and no matter how bad we feel you know i can stay at the couch and sit on the couch and feel bad there or i can come here and even if i feel bad i'm gonna feel better than i do Amen. there mm-hmm. so you know and then i'd just be sitting there so you know if you're if you're not contagious or you know where you can't come and i understand sometimes you are it's just so much better so much better to come because mm-hmm. you're never not going to get something out of it like katrina said when you miss um it it's um i'll tell a fast story when i was 16 i went on a skiing trip the only time i ever been skiing in my whole life and i had all these perfect attendance for church because i'd never missed a sunday of church since i started going and it snowed in the mountains and we couldn't get back and i'm telling you i was one distraught teenager and i was 16. that was back when i was so skinny you could have turned me sideways and i looked like a zipper and i had <laughs> two or three pairs of long johns and a size one breeches but um, i i was upset because i was not going to be in church and i didn't know what i was going to miss by the time I got back and you know where did I lose that I let life get in the way and that's what you know I want to have that pack I want to have that desire that I can be on that altar praying or uh, in the floor play praying or wherever I'm at that I used to have you know and go to sleep praying and wake up and I'm take right off where I left off you know when I wake back up you know that's how I want to be and I want to be that way not just sometimes but I want to be that way all the time mm-hmm. you know the world is is a bad place and you know we need to remember these people in in Ukraine that are getting you know uh, struck now and all the even the people in Russia and these people that their lives in turmoil you know we we think we've got it so mm-hmm. bad but Lord there's people all over this world this nation just doesn't know how we are. We take it so much for granted every day. Yes, you do. Thank you, Praise the Lord. You know, I love to do some. A lot of times on this, and I just love to start decreeing some things. And I decree and declare in the name of Jesus that that spirit that she has on her, that desire to get in church, it's going to flow all over all of us in this church. And in the name of Jesus, what a blessing. So, I mean, you know, I'm just excited about what. You know, we need to take the opportunity every chance we get to to, to uh, decrease something or say what, what the Word says. Act on it. Get excited about the Lord. Get excited about church. I mean, I've, all, I've always been one. I love to go to church. You going to church? Yes, I'm going to church. Oh, I love going to church. That was that's my I'm, that's that's my life. That's what I, that's what keeps me going. I mean, and and uh, I have seen the time that I would be hurt, and I'm telling you. I'd been worked that day, and I would be hurt. My back would be hurting me, and I'm telling you, I come in that door, and the back ain't gone. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, what I feel and it, way better than I did when I came. Amen. Mm-hmm. Yes. So there's an anointing that, to, and if you expect it to happen, it'll happen. Yeah. Because you can have what we talked about, Amen. bitter root expectations, or we can have good expectations. So I'm expecting good things to happen. Yeah. I'm expecting yeah. the things to turn around. From what yes. the, and and the ones that are that are sick and and and, and uh, out they yes. I'm they're, they're getting better mm-hmm. yes. it's quick recovery in the yes. name of Jesus and that we will yes. have everything that we have everything that we need in Christ we got it so we I'm I'm I'm, I'm saying let's pull it to us and yes. what we'll do it our words will pull it to us our yes. words are are I know I say it all the time but I know it it's work yes. our words are powerful Amen. they will destroy us or they will cause us to be to be uh, victorious. It'll cause us to have the, the manifestation of the love and the glory of God coming out from flowing out of us. I want to be overflowing. I just want so much of the Lord Jesus Christ in me that when I get around people, they feel the love of God. And I just and it's bouncing off of one to each one of us. And you talk about filling up this place with people with the love of God in them, then he's got, his glory will be in here. We will get the manifestation of yeah. healing, peace, yeah. joy, love. Praise God. I get wrapped up sometimes. Go ahead, Pastor Larry. 
kind of just straighten us out a bit was that revival is the life of Jesus Christ poured into your heart. Everybody remember the, the girl in, in uh, the last six days of Jesus' life that came and broke the alabaster box, poured it on his feet, poured it on his head. I just picked up this, this bottle. I hadn't opened it. And you see the oil on my hand. Mm -hmm. So it's just a residual of that. But write this down in your, your notes. Write down and say, I am a spirit that possesses a soul that dwells in a body. I am a spirit that possesses a soul that dwells in a body. The story of that woman with the alabaster box is a spiritual story. The Bible says in Hebrews 4.12, so that the word of God is sharp and powerful, meaning two-edged sword. It goes in and it divides the heart, it divides the spirit, the soul, and the body. So what it's saying there is there's part of the Bible that can only be applied to the flesh. There's part of the Bible that can only be applied to the soul. And there's only a part of the Bible that can be applied to the spirit. Well, this girl that come in had you in her hand, and this is what you are right here. The outside bottle is your flesh. This is your soul at the top. And inside is your spirit. So I can shake this like this all day long, but without the soul being broken, it never comes out, right? But if I break the flask of this bottle, which is my soul, if I pour it, it goes over my soul. And if I turn it around, it'll wind up on my flesh. But as long as I will not allow the spirit in me to break my soul, then what God has poured in me, which is revival, the life of Jesus Christ, will never come out. The only way this can get out is for the soul to be broken. Now, inside of you, this anointing oil, inside of you, it has three functions. It has your intuition in there. It has a facet of communion with the Lord. It has perception where you kind of know the will of the Lord. Your soul has three functions. And these three functions can either block the spirit or it can release the spirit. The soul is symbolic of your mind, your will, and emotion. Now, if I only have my wheel broken and I'm shaking the bottle, there isn't just a little bit of the spirit that's coming out, right? But if I have my wheel and my mind broken when I shake the bottle, a little bit more of the spirit comes out. But if I have my mind, will, and emotions broken, there is truly no soul that's hindering. So if I shake the bottle right now at Nick, is everything that's in my spirit, right? What happens in revival is the spirit that is already revived, already brought the life, has the life of Jesus Christ poured in them. The spirit comes out over and breaks through the, the soul and takes care of the flesh. So, body, I'm sorry, a soul is broken. <laughs> and the spirit escapes. As it did in Tina's life while she was going to church every Sunday. 
spirit maybe got broke out has a residual but it's not there any longer so how can I get revival once again in this body I can't pour out no oil in here as it stands right now can I why because there is what you're empty Spirit, an unclean spirit will go out from a man and he'll come back and he finds the vessel empty, swept, and garnished. Garnished. <laughs> Knowing it's garnished, he goes out and he gets seven others to come back.